0: This episode of Bushers Breakaway is brought to you by our Patreon. We cannot do this podcast... Alright, I'm lying. We totally can do this podcast without your support. But, your support really helps. If I said it wasn't helping, I would be lying straight to your face. I really hope you guys can take a consideration and be like, Hey, what do I spend a dollar on that's worse than Bush's Breakaway? And whatever you're spending that dollar on that's worse than us, just throw it in our face. It's one time a month. That's all I'm asking. Anyway... Make sure if you have a five-star question, you leave one on iTunes, and also, if you're an actual sponsor and you're part of a huge corporation, you're like, hey, I'd like to sponsor this podcast, you should probably hit us up and get in touch with us. All right, let's start the show. Real nonsense today, a lot of nonsense, I'm sorry in advance, I love you, here we go. Hey, Bushwick Breaker fans, welcome to another week of the Bushwick Breakaway. I have a different inflection because I'm sick and Greg is sleepy. Greg, say hello.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Yes. How are we? Indubitably. Yeah. I think you and I personally have been better. Is that correct?
1: Uh, I've definitely been more awake before. And this isn't, well, it's partially, so uh, here, here's a good work story for you.
0: Okay, but before Just, you get into that, on today's show, yeah. we're going to talk about Georgiev. We'll talk about the Rangers. There's probably a lot yeah. of nonsense. I went yeah. to the Island, uh, Islanders game. Oh, my God. I'm sick. I went to the Rangers game <laughs> last Wednesday. I got the Pittsburgh Penguins. I got a couple stories about that. We got some nonsense for the weekend, some St. Paddy's Day nuisances. That's us. And, uh, Newton,
1: you mean shenanigans?
0: Yeah, we're shenanigans, shenanigans We're right? sh- shenanigans.
1: You like there
0: that? There you go. All right, work um,
1: story. Yeah, so I was with you all weekend. You were here all weekend. I
0: was, and I was, uh, as you saw, Sick.
1: Sure was. Uh, One thing I didn't do this entire weekend is check my work email, because why would I? I wasn't. I was off. I had a four-day weekend. I wasn't checking work email.
0: You were working for the weekend on betting the games.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, And everybody that listens to this podcast knows I go to work at 3 a.m. during the week because madness. Get to work at 3 a.m. this morning. No big deal. Walk in. Someone's sitting at my desk, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is interesting. This is weird wonder what's going on here. Hey, what's this? Usually what that means is you're, I'm then in a you, control room. Or you're fine. But, no, no, no. <laughs> it, what usually means is that I'm in a control room. So I, I go to my boss and I'm like, I'm going to tell you, did I come 30 minutes early? Was I supposed to be here 30 minutes later to be in a control room? She looks me dead in the eyes and goes, Greg, you're two hours early. What? I, was, I, I didn't have to be to work at day, today until 5 a.m. What? And I showed up at 3. <laughs> I, in that moment, I, I I, don't, like, my heart broke. <laughs> I just... What did you do? I, 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 went, I went home. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just stay? No, for two hours? Hell no. How
0: far away do you live? Not that far.
1: 15 minutes. Okay. Went wow. home, watched a new episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, watched a new episode of Bob's Burgers. Brutal. Watched Last Week Tonight. And then I went to work, uh, and my boss was like... You were here two hours ago. How are you now 15 minutes late? And I said, <laughs> you you did this.
0: You did this to me. You did this. Uh, incredible. Uh, let's get into the week of Rangers before we talk about our whole weekend. Let's do it. All right. So Things, things happened. Things did happen. Last Monday, we were recording to the Hurricanes game. The Hurricanes got their asses kicked uh, by, the, by the New York Rangers. In that case, they won 6-3. This is kind of a quick game recap segment of what we're doing right now. Now – I actually got a text from uh, a person that listens to the show afterwards. That they're like a casual Ranger fan. They go, did we beat the Hurricanes because we wanted to? Or did we just dream crush them for no reason? And the answer there was we dream crushed them for no reason. I mean, they are try- They were a team trying to make a playoff push. We both agree on that. Mm. Uh, will they make a playoff push? Probably not. But they mm. were still in the running at that point in time. We crushed them. And it feels weird now. And this is something I kind of want to get into. I have this mixed fandom time for myself, even though that wasn't good English, where I'm sitting here thinking, wow, it's so nice seeing this fun Rangers team win. Georgiev looking great as a backup, the kid's playing well, a defense that is mostly makeshift, but yet somehow working. And by working, I mean we're somehow staying competitive in games. And And yet, every time we win, I know we're closer to not having that first pick. And that makes me sad. Now there's a, there's a good chance we're never getting that first pick in the first place. The odds are minuscule out there, as it is. But now I'm sitting here going, "Man, we're sure winning a lot of games for taking. What are we doing?
1: We were never getting the first pick to begin with. I, I think that's something we just need to nip in the butt. And I I think people are just getting their hopes up, thinking the Rangers would be able to fall that far that fast is just unreal. Un- it's not the NBA. Like there are legitimately NBA teams that won't win another game this season. But Memphis. the hockey teams that are worse than the Rangers, they're not going to magically get a little better because the playoff picture is too tight and the tanking teams aren't eating each other alive. It's impossible for tanking teams to eat each other alive. Best case scenario for the Rangers was always somewhere in the 7 to 9 range. And they still might get there, but the 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 problem with the Rangers is they were just the talent on the Rangers was never bad enough to fully tank. The reason why it's an indict, it should be an indictment of the coaching staff that this team played so poorly and has, despite winning a couple games continued to play rather poorly. Um, because the, it's just too talented. Even after the trades, this team has too much talent to just be flat out bad. It. And I Plain think that's why simple. some people
0: make the argument that we shouldn't have traded McDonough. Our friend Ryan Kiernan. Uh
1: Ryan gets really angry about the McDonough trade. And, and God bless him for it. But
0: I think it's because yeah. he bought it, he bought the Winter Classic jersey right before he got. Yeah, I know. Like, that's exactly what happened.
1: The kid the kid is mad. The, the kid made an investment and had that investment stolen from him. But now it's a throwback and now it's fun. Yeah, nice throwback. Uh yeah, that's that's the Rangers problem. And I I've said this a couple times, not just on the podcast, but also out in the interwebs. Uh, tanking is not just losing as many games as possible. It's a benefit. Obviously you want to have the best possible draft position you can put yourself in, but a proper team tanks by also solving answers to questions for the next time the team is going to be good. And the Rangers are doing that. We're getting a better idea as to who needs to be on this roster moving forward, who the Rangers can actually build around and who, who, the Rangers, or where the Rangers may still need to improve, those questions are all getting answered in this two plus month stretch. We've been on the Rangers being 5 2 and 2 since the trade deadline, it's not ideal draft wise, but we now have a better idea as to how important Kevin Hayes is to this team moving forward. Uh, we're getting every look possible we can get at the defensive young guys like Gilmore, Pionk, um, Spooner. We have a much better idea as to what he is, and he's now maybe forcing his way into the Rangers' long-term picture a little bit more aggressively than any of us ever thought he would. Puchnevich uh, <laughs> has been great. Despite lazy. The fact
0: that he's so despite lazy, Greg.
1: He's, he's been great despite the fact that Elaine Vigneau was still trying to make sure he's not. I, I feel like Elaine Vigneau took the underdog in the Russian elections, knew he wasn't going to win, and then needed <laughs> someone to punish. And Pavel Puchnevich is that guy.
0: Yeah, uh, he's a nerve agent. I think you know Boomer Esaias had tweeted out that he was lazy right before this game. He goes on to have a three-point game. So congratulations. He's a very lazy player. And he's looked God, phenomenal man. all week, by the way. The entire he's week.
1: He's looked great. Um, There's only one Georg- player that's
0: looked better than him all week, and that's Chris Kreider.
1: Georgiev is actually playing. Yeah, and so I know, good, look, I know the announcers say Georgiev. They Those they are did? G's. Yeah. I'm saying Georgia. It's Georgiev. And I'm
0: sticking with it. And this is Bushore's breakaway. He pronounces things how we want. Okay? Exactly. Do you hear my uh, voice right I, now? It's hoarse. And I can uh, barely talk.
1: But it's Georgia. Yeah. My, th- my throat is very sore. Also, when I think I don't jo- even, what Georgiev. Don't even. Don't even. I know what you're thinking. Don't Look, even. What? That's all I'm, oh, I'm
0: saying. Just- oh, okay. I wasn't. Listen, I'm not. I wouldn't do that to you, but I would do it to you. Mm. But, do you know the song Georgiev by Daft Punk? It's like my name is my name is Georgiev. And then plays like that a sick guitar. yeah, music in you. Yeah, I know. Did you
1: did you just forget who you were talking yeah, to? Yeah, I, I had I like
0: know? this I'm sick. I'm sick in the head. But I, every time I like, Georgiev makes a makes a save. I'm, I play the little guitar riffs in my head. It goes really nice.
1: That's nice. That's nice. Uh, I do love <laughs>
0: that Someone will appreciate that, by the way.
1: I do love in um Keir Gallus' article today. He basically makes it sound like Jeff Gordon and management came down to Elaine Vigneault and said, Hey, asshole, stop playing Hank every fucking day. Yeah, well,
0: I, I think that Elaine Vigneault thinks he's playing for his job. And he is, but it doesn't really matter at this point. There's it's nothing.
1: Not, it, it's been decided. There's Whatever's nothing... going to happen, it's been decided. If if the Rangers are going to fire Elaine Vigneault, it's been decided. If the Rangers are going to keep Elaine Vigneault, it's decided. There is nothing Elaine Vigneault can do in the next 10 games to change his fate.
0: Yeah, nothing. Doesn't matter how this team performs, and they perform well, obviously.
1: Uh, that's a thing. Let's stop short of saying they've performed well. They've won five games. Oh, they've but they've played part, over
0: the part of where they should be.
1: But outside of the Hurricanes game for the most part, the Rangers have still played poorly. They're just getting a couple goals now. They're getting puck luck. Yeah. That's, that's really the difference between Rangers pre-trade deadline and Rangers' post-trade deadline. Also getting outshot
0: like by a ton.
1: That's um, what I'm saying. They're still not playing well. This team is still bad. Like, let's not get beyond. There's talent on the roster, and I've said that. And there's too much talent on the roster. That's all true. That doesn't mean they're playing well. They're still playing like ass. Let Let's call a spade a spade. Let's go right to the Penguin game because you were there, and it. I will say it was one of the more fun games I've watched this year. It was on TV. The But the game. first two periods of that game, they were getting smoked.
0: Oh, we were joking. Uh, we were there with a, a friend, Brian, who is was uh, all from Albany and of the podcast. And uh, he made a bet with his co coworkers that it would be under twenty seven shots for the Rangers total of the game. He lost, unfortunately. But I mean, in the first two periods, it was like I think three shots to twenty by the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was it was pretty bad. They were getting
1: smoked. Yeah, they the Rangers were played smoked. The Rangers got hot in the third period. But if it wasn't for Georgiev making some ridiculous saves, they lose that game.
0: Absolutely. And that
1: sounds if that that should sound familiar because that's about. Every win the Rangers have had this year is if Henrik Lundqvist didn't make a shit ton of saves, we lose that game. Yeah,
0: and Georgia has been doing mini Hank impressions. Uh, the game itself, very intense game, gotta say. Uh, as you know, and as people listeners of this podcast know, I have a giant hog-like thing for Chris Kreider. And that was maybe the best or second best I've ever seen Chris Kreider play in, well, ever. Maybe not even just in person, but ever. Uh, he really took over that game and became sort of this dominant force that we all know he can be. But he's sort of been that all week. I don't know if you've also noticed that.
1: He's had a good week. Chris Chris Kreider's had the kind of week where it reminds you that this guy is a player you can build around. And it also is a good enough week where even if you had ideas of trading him, this kind of week is what shows you you can't this year. He's just been too hurt. The the talent is still there, but you can't get – Proper value for him because he just hasn't been in the lineup enough.
0: Something maybe. I'm going to do a sports take here. Something makes me feel that he thinks that this is now his team. And I know this is like a, a bullshit take and I have no inside information, but if you look up and down the lineup, he's now sort of the veteran that's not Hank. He's sort of the leader of this team, other than. Drew. I think.
1: I think as long as Zuccarello's there, Kreider's not really going to feel that way. I think Zook,
0: uh, but I think he kind of feels like what we feel. Like Zook is probably, unfortunately, our little hobbit. Double breakfast gone at the draft, and I can't.
1: I I I, I would be surprised if anyone in the locker room really thought. You you think they don't know?
0: They definitely know.
1: I don't know. Zook is Zook has been and always will be kind of an enigma in this whole rebuild. We I, I have. I am just as likely to believe that Zook is going to be a Ranger heading into the 2018-19 season as much as I think Zook is going to get traded at the draft. He's the Ranger I can't pinpoint. Like, in my head, I know for sure. I will guarantee that one of Hayes, Nemesnikov, and Spooner gets traded. I, I know it. It's happening. It's just a matter of which one is it going to be. Zuccarello, I legitimately don't know anything. It would make sense to trade him, but it could also make sense to keep him. Like... I With him, I don't know, but I will say this. Um, I think maybe not in the locker room, like between periods and between games, I still feel like Zouk is a leading voice on this team, but I will say that it's hard to pinpoint a more emotional leader than Chris Kreider. I don't think anyone – I think when the game physically starts and he's out there on the ice, I mean, Kreider is always chirped, and Kreider has always been loud, but I, I would agree with you that I think Kreider realizes that he can now assert himself a little bit more on this team with the fact that the Nash's and the McDonough's and the Holden's. But yeah,
0: And, the, and the, the true leader himself, Nick Holden is now gone and in Boston.
1: Yeah. I, I, I guess in a way I just, I took a very long way to get to a similar point where you are. I, Zuccarello, to me, is still this team. Well, I mean, Henrik Lundqvist will always be this team's leader. That's correct. Uh, but
0: it feels it like, he, like he's friends with the guys. That's for sure. They have plen- plenty of pictures of those guys out everywhere. But it's just different when you're a goalie. You're a different breed of person. We agree there, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Kreider's definitely uh, – let me say this. Kreider's definitely in the hierarchy. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's on the throne, but he's at, uh, he's at the small council meetings.
0: <laughs> he's not a Jedi yet, is what you're saying. See, I was going uh, Game
1: of Thrones, and you went Star Wars. I did. So.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, should we talk about what happened to me at that game now or later?
1: What are we doing now? We're All talking right. about the painting yeah, game yeah, now. we talking
0: about it now. Diana gave us tickets to the game. Uh, you couldn't go, unfortunately, because you were doing some March Madness stuff. Mm. From there, um, I took my, our good friend Ryan Kiernan, and we got to the game, got there early, and the second we sat down, the blue crew came over to us like, you want to be on the ice? They looked at Ryan's great, lovely face, who was so much more attractive than, than mine. And they were like, hey, uh you and your friend, do you wanna go on the ice? And we were like, yeah. They're like, Do you wanna be in a giant inflatable ball? We were like, absolutely. So they they came and got us at the beginning of the second period. We got to be right down next to the boards, which, by the way, is fucking phenomenal. Uh, I could we were in the backstage of MSG, and I gotta say, it's a little more hectic than you would probably imagine. This was apparently the 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 latest they've ever run on putting people in the balls and or and, and this lady was screaming. I was like, get him in the balls. They couldn't figure out a way to uh, uh, plug in the giant air machine or the uh, the air blower. Why am, I, why am I losing my vocabulary? What do you call it when you blow it leaves on your lawn?
1: Uh, leaf blower? Yeah,
0: it was like a giant leaf blower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I started to think for a second. I was like, is there a more technical term than leaf blower? So we they stuck Ryan in this ball. Uh and uh, other
0: Ryan and they blew blew this thing up and they rushed him out on their thing and I was like I don't even know what we're getting for this they told us originally like he wanted to be in a ball on the ice for, for lotto tickets and we were like yeah sure that's fine it's totally cool uh so then Ryan went out he lost the race because this one guy just figured it out automatically and Ryan took a tumble it was very nice to watch him fall on the ice he got second though so I was like oh we're not going to get anything but this was a really cool experience being backstage at MSG watching people scream and kind of being next to the boards for a whole period and then we came back in there like Ryan fell this crazy tax paperwork. They handed us a stack of hundred and fifty lottery tickets, and then uh, they also wrote Ryan a check for like a hundred bucks, which hmm. I was like, "What? That's crazy!" So, in, in all, in all, thanks, MSG. Uh, you really helped our enjoy our uh, M- our experience there. And I will say, how much do you do you actually know how much we won for the lottery tickets?
1: Eighty two dollars.
0: Eighty two dollars. So, if you are thinking about buying hundred and fifty lottery tickets for yourself, just know you'll probably win eighty two dollars.
1: When I heard you guys got 150 lottery tickets, my immediate thought was, this shit is more rigged than I thought it was. If they're just giving that stuff away, knowing you're not going to do shit with it.
0: Yeah, like the sponsorship – we're sponsoring New York Lotto right now by talking about it so much. Uh, but the sponsorship was like, this sponsor, this ball race is sponsored by New York Lotto. They go out on the ice for literally under two minutes. They run around in New York uh, lottery balls, and they come right back in, and thats they pretty much handed out like 500 lottery tickets just on the spot.
1: Yeah, and it probably cost them $250. That the, the New York lotto motto should not be, hey, you never know, it's hey, it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah. yeah, have you looked at the odds? When's the last time you took a stats class?
1: <laughs> uh, God. But as, someone, as someone that likes to gamble and just literally light money on fire, playing the lottery is literally lighting money on fire, and that is why I don't.
0: I mean, you do do everything else that is lighting money on fire. That's the one. Right, you no, no,
1: exactly. So yeah. if I'm Greg Kaplan, he who bets too much and sucks at it is telling you it's lighting money on fire. Don't do it. Maybe don't fucking do it. And then, I don't know. Weird enough, we got back to our
0: seats and five minutes later, Dancing Larry comes out, does his whole thing, and then like sits like right behind us.
1: I got to tell you. I know. And I, know th- I know. I know. This is a hot thing. I know what's coming. It's a tired act.
0: I'm kind of well, tired. Well, uh, uh, listen, Larry seems like a great dude. I'm, I'm
1: sure he's a fun guy, but uh, it's a tired act, man.
0: Yeah, I'm tired of it. I got to tell you, a lot of people took pictures with Dancing Larry. A
1: of lot. course they do, because. But you know what? At least half the people that took pictures with Dancing Larry were probably saying to themselves, "The first two periods of that game, Dancing Larry kind of sucks, huh?" <laughs> people, people just like kind of sort of celebrities, and I know that because people kind of like us, and well, it blows. Relax my mind, there, kind thing. of
0: sort of celebrities is really complimentary towards us.
1: Well, I, I consider myself a big deal now. Okay. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> wow. Well, oh wow, it's hotshot hungry. Greg Kaplan over here.
1: That's Leave, right. Leaving
0: me behind in the dust. Who um, are you? Uh, you still? I, I don't know. Um, Talk to my manager. That's all I have to say. Who? Wait, I have to ask. Who's your manager?
1: Exactly. Does he? If you uh, don't know my manager. You're not important. You enough.
0: don't know me. Is he hosts another podcast called Some Faithful Thing?
1: <laughs> Those are not my managers. Those are my boys. <laughs>
0: oh, they're, 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 we did boys. So Larry there's came out. Then, then overtime started. Uh, gotta say, was a little bit. I was, I was sipping the beers, and I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Neil Pionk, in the overtime itself, makes what is one of the best defensive plays I've seen him make and shows a flash of what he can be in the future. And i got to say, he's been one of the most exciting pieces from this entire rebuild for me personally. Uh, I, re- I think he has great potential. I think he could be a top four guy for us for the next couple of years, and I really hope he works out because I'm a real big fan of his game.
1: He could be a top-four guy. All Neil Pionk needs to be is a solid, just the, as long as he slots anywhere from number four to number six, I'm very happy. He's an NHL player. We've learned. This is why you you do, or this is why these type of periods are important, because you have to figure this shit out. And we figured stuff out. We figured out that Neil Pionk and John Gilmore are, they're not the answer, but they're part of the answer. They're definitely solid, middle-pairing um, NHL defenseman and the Rangers will have them while they're young and cheap, which is exactly what you could ask for. Uh, we figured out that Rob O'Gara is not part of the solution, but you figure know what? Check. I'm happy we figured it out. I'd rather figure it out now than wait until when the Rangers might actually be competing for a spot again. We, uh, Tony D'Angelo, when healthy is probably part of the solution as well. He played well. It's a bummer. I, it, it's great that his ankle isn't broken, it's kind of a miracle that it's not
0: broken. It's a miracle. He's done for the season. I mean, that's really upsetting. Right.
1: Once they said four to six weeks, they're they're basically saying, well, he could Sorry. come back for the final two oh, games. Uh, why? Yeah, not sure. Why Speaking of why, why is Shattenkirk coming back?
0: That's a question I was going to ask you as we finish up this quick game recap, which isn't quick at all. It's become the whole podcast. Uh, is it pride? I I don't know. I felt like he was hurt. Well, he was hurt. I mean, like, emotionally, he was hurt. When he was taking a lot of shit from a lot of fans saying, you know, you were supposed to be this. You were the savior, Shattenkirk. Uh, and I, I don't think, I, I don't know, he wants to come back and show that he's a great player still? I get it. I, I know you're a great player, Shady. I don't need you to come back and show me.
1: It's one of those weird situations where you, you're both curious to see how healthy Kevin Shattenkirk is right now in terms of his game. So maybe you do want to give him some run just to see what has happened post-surgery. At the same time, there is zero benefit to risking injury to him heading into this. There are 10 games left. I don't want Shattenkirk to come back to play even five of those games if it means he could do harm to himself that impacts how he plays at the start of next season. This is why we have... Training camp, like if if Kevin Shattenkirk is going to play meaningless hockey games, what's the difference between playing meaningless hockey games late March, early April, and just playing all the meaningless hockey games in October? I mean, not October, September, October. There's no, there's, I, there's no, there's really no, and it it would be one thing if I mean, obviously, this is a completely different conversation if the Rangers are making a playoff push. They are not, so let's forget that. And honestly, it's a completely conversation if we truly believe that. I, I it, I guess in a sense there's a chance Kevin Shattenkirk's defensive pairing partner is currently on the Rangers, as in it could be Brady Shea. But he's logged enough minutes with Shea so far this season that I'm not even I don't want Shattenkirk playing with Shea if Elaine Vigneault is still coaching this team this year. There's nothing for me to learn there. I've seen it. I know what that pairing. It well I know what that pairing is when Shattenkirk's literally playing on one leg. But I still have an idea as to what that pairing is together. And it's fine. Uh, it, it's going to be a little less than ideal if that's my top pairing next year. But it's a it's a solid pairing. There there aren't a whole lot of weaknesses there.
0: That might be your top pairing next year, by the way.
1: I'm oh, no. It 100% is. But my point is, I don't need to see that pairing in a Lane Vino system. We've done it. So at this point, why are we bringing Kevin Shattenkirk back? Just if, if Shattenkirk wants to practice with the team the rest of the season, by all means, you do you, man. That's a controlled environment. The Rangers know how to protect their players in practices. I'm not overly worried about someone pulling up lame with a very serious injury in practice. But I don't I there's just no purpose in seeing Kevin Shattenkirk lace up the skates for one for even one of these final 10 games. It does not exist.
0: When is his ETA back exactly? Is it this this week?
1: Uh it sounds like it, right? I by what I read today, uh, I, it could happen this weekend.
0: I just don't Listen. It make, I don't Shady, get it. man, I love you, buddy. This tank is going pretty poorly. I mean, we're winning games. And you coming back? I, I, I've seen enough of Rob O'Gara. We agree on that. Yep. Which is the third time I've said that today. I've got to stop. But, Chad Kirk, I don't really need to, I don't want to risk it. Like, what happens if you come back and tear it ACL? I don't want that to happen. That just screws my whole next year. You're not in <laughs> hockey shape. You've been hurt all year. Rest, hit the gym, get ready for next year.
1: And it's one of those things where, of course, an injury can happen at any time. Kevin Shattenkirk could sit the rest of this year and in game one next year blows out his knee. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Could happen right away. The difference between that is there's no need to even risk that happening right now. There's none. Because, honestly, all Shattenkirk's going to do, and this is going to sound weird, but all Shattenkirk's going to do is take away ice time from guys like Bianca Gilmore, who I'm still trying to figure out. Well, I, hope I, have, I, take, I have good ideas as to what those two are, but I would still prefer environments where they're guaranteed eighteen plus minutes a night.
0: You're saying the minutes wise, like Robol Guerrero would probably be the guy sitting out of this,
1: right? Well, I don't know with Av. You yeah, fucking kidding that's me? true. We
0: haven't mentioned Av a lot this today, which is fine. Uh, so let's talk about Georgiev. So he actually yeah. could be the backup. Georgiev, I might put the I might put the guitar riff in there. Maybe who knows? Sure. Um sure. But everybody calls me Georgiev. He might actually be the backup for this team for the, for the foreseeable future. His contract Nothing apparently is 2023. When I was looking up today, I was surprised to see. Uh, that's a nice, controlled, available contract for the next five years. Sheesh. That is a long time. So I would love. To, uh, listen, let the guy blossom. Play him out the rest of the season. I'm fine with that. Give Hank two or three more starts. Is, do you even want him doing that many?
1: Is that um, too much? Well, I, I wouldn't want. To. George, have playing back-to-backs. So wherever, there, wherever back-to-back exists, I would like George, have to get a break.
0: So I have the schedule here, or, uh-huh. I, or I thought I did, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I did it wrong. But here we go. I have, we have the Blue Jackets today, Tuesday. We are at home versus the Blue Jackets. Then we are on, on Thursday, so it's two days rest. Uh, We're at the Flyers, and then we go to the Sabres on Saturday, or the, the Sabres come to us, rather, sorry. Then the Capitals come to us on Monday. It doesn't look like we have any back-to-backs until lightning and hurricanes on the 30th and 31st.
1: If you want to give Hank a guaranteed start a week and give Georgia a break, sure. There's no need for Hank to play five games remaining this season. There's just none.
0: I do think Hank needs to play against the Islanders on April 5th. The second-to-last game of the season. Because then, you know, gets gets a flaunt to the next Ranger captain, John Tavares who's definitely coming to the Rangers. And uh, you can say, hey, listen, it looks like you're still in last place in the Metro. Even your team didn't sell. My team sold that we're still beating you. You sure you don't want to come over here? We're still a good team. We're talented. We're reloading for next year. Hey, by the way, did you see these kids? Oh, Hedl and Anderson? Oh, they're, yeah, they're here now. Yeah, they're playing. But the Hedl might have be up this week. This Thursday is the rumor.
1: And then... Uh, not Thursday. for Heedle won't be here. Oh, sorry.
0: Anderson day. up this week. Thursday is the rumor. And then yep. uh, it's a Monday versus the Capitals is Hedl.
1: Yes, because heatle has got seven games left that he can play before burning his ELC, and Anderson has the full nine. That's correct. So nine, obviously, obviously after the Blue Jackets game, the Rangers have nine games left, so you can start pinpointing that as your Lea's debut. And then after or before the Capitals game, that's seven, and you can point that for Hedel. Um But going back to Georgiev, this is the whole point we were making in the past. This is, this is exactly it. We needed to see what George was capable of because the Rangers, they have a just mountain of cap space moving forward. And it's great because it's all going to John Tavares. But at the same time, <laughs> hey! at the same time it's, it's just about maximizing your roster where you can. And with Georgiev, if you have a backup goalie in place, and as he's young – but the Rangers aren't exactly in a position where they need to feel like Georgiev's development will be stunted by only playing 20 to 25 games a year. It's not. Georgiev, as great as he's been, projects as a backup NHL goalie. There's value in that. That's not me sl- like sliding the guy. That means instead of Georgiev being a top 30 goaltender in the NHL, he might be top 45. That still means you're one of the 45 best in the league at your position. That's pretty damn good. And especially to be on a rookie contract for five years? Woo. Yeah. But we, we would have never known this if AV just never played him. If, so if AV played Hank 75 games, yeah. I'm happy Benoit Allaire and someone from the front office went down to Elaine Vigneault and said, Hey, fuckhead. Shit, Hank. You dumb trident-chewing motherfucker. <laughs> Does like, that Play the oh, kid. Man. Sorry, Trident. Actually, what? Okay, no, let's have this conversation. What gum do you think Elaine Vino is chewing all um, game? Bubble young? Oh, you think it's bubble? I don't. I think it's, uh, I think it's double bubble. And here's why I think it's double bubble. Okay. Um, he bursts your bubble twice. No, I think it's double bubble because there might be no gum more enjoyable for the first two minutes and thirty seconds. But double bubble just...
0: is incredible. The cotton candy double bubble for the first like two like minutes and three seconds yeah. is one of the most like euphoric gums there
1: is. But then you hit two minutes and four seconds, and that <laughs> shit is just cardboard. It is
0: immediately and,
1: but, a piece of cardboard. But you know what? Alain Vino, a stubborn enough motherfucker to know oh. I'm not spitting this gum out. I'm going to keep chewing it all fucking game. I'm not getting a new piece. I'm not getting a different flavor. <laughs> I am chewing this one piece of double bubble for the next three hours because he's just that stupid. That's what a stupid person does. A stupid person who puts Pavel Butchnevich on the th- fourth line – choose the same piece of fucking double bubble for three hours. Yeah. And, and MS, that's Elaine Vino. And, an and then
0: MSG, if you want a podcast to speak, your official podcast of the New York Rangers, you'd better contact us.
1: Yeah. And double <laughs> bubble, if you want to po- sponsor a single podcast to say we're the best gum in the world for two minutes and three seconds, we are those people. <laughs> but then at two minutes and four seconds, I'm going to look at every person that's chewing double bubble and say, hey, idiot, get a new piece of double bubble. And you know what? That's great. That's actually great for business. because You is. know what? If you need you double chew bubble. more That's gum. More and it's called
0: double bubble for a reason because you want at least four minutes of gum chewing.
1: Double bubble, double bubble, bubble butt. That's what it is. <laughs> that should be their. That should be their slogan. And then the face should just be Elaine Vino because he's a butt face.
0: Oh man, a lot of there we go. A lot of Twitter coming that you, way. Man. Well, a lot of Twitter comments coming our way for that one. God
1: uh, damn!
0: Didn't even talk double. about the Blues game.
1: Double bubble, motherfucker. The Blues
0: making a playoff run. We only shot twenty shots in that game. Can you believe that? I guess you can.
1: Yeah, that actually sounds very believable. That
0: sounds very believable. Uh, Mika had kicked ass in this fucking game.
1: Chris Crowder kicked ass in that fucking
0: and game. And that was damage. Weird. Huh. Huh. <laughs> okay, What don't are you s- talking about? You don't say. Huh. Uh, those yeah, guys yeah. play well together. Oh, you know, You're telling there? me Wow.
1: that three of the most talented players on the Rangers all playing at the same time. This. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can play
1: hockey. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, it's oh my god. We, it's almost like I'm starting to think a piece of Double Bubble could coach this team.
0: Uh, uh, two minutes and three seconds of them on, the, on a shift. Ooh, uh, sheesh. No, I can't do the sheesh anymore. I'm done with sheesh. I, I realized I overdid sheesh over the weekend with all the wine talk.
1: Um, oh, my God. I, I, I walked into the house at 4 a.m. Sunday morning after being out Saturday night. All I did apparently on Snapchat was I put a video on. Yeah. I'm walking around my room for five seconds. and I had to go, sheesh. And I literally fell down. I'm in bed.
0: Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Let's talk about the rest of this game. KZB kicked ass in overtime. Chris Kreider actually almost buried one before a name I'll kill, Brandon Shen. Braden Shen, I knew it. Braden Shen came back and did an incredible move against John Gilmore. Had a rookie mistake and just scored against George in the uh, in the overtime there. And a, a simp- not a heartbreaking loss whatsoever. Uh, but the Blues needed that game way more than the Rangers did. And I'm just happy to see the kids play so well.
1: Yeah, again, this, this goes back to one of the original points I had in this podcast that I want to just keep pounding home to people. It's not the end of the world yeah. that the Rangers aren't losing every night. We're getting answers to very important questions we need answers to. Um, at the same time, and this is basically what you, Kieran, and I talked about during our 45-minute meeting of the mind at City Beer Hall in Albany. There's another plug for you. They could sponsor us this week. Um None of this matters if Elaine Vino is not fired because 0%. we're answering, we're, we're finding answers to questions, but the big question that looms over this Ranger team is, will this team be playing under a different system next year? And if the answer is no, then there is no point to everything the Rangers are doing. It's that simple. It really is. That's like, at the end of the day, the Rangers rebuild can be summarized in one general question. Is Elaine Vino the New York Rangers head coach? And if the answer is yes, then nothing else really matters. If
0: yes, change nothing. If no, change everything. Exactly. And or it, change most
1: things. Change most. I mean, and it totally, it's totally possible that the coach that comes in after Vino is just as much of a butt. It, that scenario double, exists. Double, bubble butt. double, bubble double, butt. I hope not, but the Rangers will not grow as a team as long as Elaine Vino is this co- team's coach. And – I, I truly believe the Rangers have made their decision, and they're just waiting until after the season to announce it. I am not as optimistic about a coaching change as I was on deadline day, but
0: I am still pretty optimistic. Don't know who it's going to be. Have no clue. But no clue. I, I think they've made the decision. I think he's gone.
1: I sure hope so, because as I'm telling you, if the Rangers don't, this team is is just—they're not even treading water. They're just. The Titanic's taking on water. They have two hours, and the nearest boat is four hours away. That is the remaining tenure of Elaine Vigneault.
0: Not good. Where should we go from here? The Tankathon has us you- as, to get a top three pick, because this is our daily, your weekly Dick Tankathon update sponsored by Blizzard's Breakaway. Yeah. 14.4% to get top three this
1: week. Not, not great, unless it's rigged. Which, by the way... Could be. Could be. I, I really think I I have
0: I have a good feeling about it. Uh, all right, so let's get over to our guests for this week, and we'll do some five star questions with our guests. You ready? Sure. Transition. Okay, we're back with Greg and Ryan, uh, guests of the week. Push it breakaway, big time guest. Greg, say hello.
1: Oh, hi. Hey, hey, hey. It's here. hi there, How you doing? It's
0: Jessus. All uh, right. We gotcha. asked some of our fans uh, out there, all three of them. To do uh, some five star questions of the week, how do you do that? You ask. I will tell you. You go to iTunes. You go to review Bushwick Breakway. Put five star question. Five star. Yep. Rate, five star rate the podcast, and then ask yep. us a question. We've got two yep. big questions this week. We got three really. One was really a question? Iron Ray says he loves us. Thanks, Iron Ray. Uh, Hi
1: Ray. Good to hear you. Yeah. He, said, uh, he
0: you. says I'd rather listen to Ryan and Greg talk about who would win a fight between a gorilla and a bear. It's a gorilla, obviously. Mm, Ray is Ray, smart guy. Get out of here, Ray. For five hours and listen to something like Spit and Chicklets, four fans by the fans, 11 out of 10. Shots, shots fired. Pod, pod again and again and again. Yeah, shots fired. Spit Chicklets, a, they're a big podcast. And, shots and, fired. And, Rear, and, Rear,
1: Rear, Rear Admiral, come on this podcast, defend yourself. Yeah, defend Jeez.
0: yourself, Spit Chicklets. Jeez. 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 All right, next, uh, next review. I'm going to try to avoid some of the stuff that's just like, hey, I love these guys. Um,.
1: I I wouldn't. I need look. I need someone to fluff me before I go to bed every night.
0: What's fluffing going on here? So, K. Oh, I was doing laundry.
1: Oh my god, I was doing laundry.
0: Is your laundry like in public domain right now?
1: No. Well, I hope my roommate wasn't wanting to do laundry. Okay, I'm going to say about Uh, that.
0: Tell Shane I said sorry. Um, K. Fisher.
1: Too late now to say sorry. It's not.
0: Tell Shane I said sorry. K. Fisher. 924 says best ranger pod. Not wrong. (laughs) <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, Ranger fan from Indiana here. Thanks for listening from the Indiana State.
1: Love Hoosier listen- State.
0: Oh, Hoosiers. Love listening to these guys. First Rangers pod I listened to and I was instantly hooked. Great variety of guests. Great commentary and opinions. Right. Greg have excellent chemistry. Greg. Mm. What's up? Mm. Uh, five-star question. After watching the Rangers' overtime win against the Penguins on March 14th and Georgiev having three straight wins, does his success make you think that the Rangers could be taking special interest in and training this kid and could it mean the end of his career? Uh, the end. Oh, sorry. Do you think that Lundqvist could be taking special interest in training this kid? And, and could you mean? Could it mean the end of his career could be coming sooner rather than later? Absolutely not.
1: No, uh, Henrik Lundqvist will one be a New York Ranger forever because that's what he wants to be. And two, as nice as George Georgiev has looked, he has not looked that nice. He's I'm, he's looked he's looked like a a guy who could be a competent NHL starter if something were to happen to Hank, but. I, I do not see Georgiev ever as being the heir apparent. I still saying, think
0: the Rangers organization sees Igor uh as the heir to the throne. That, that
1: hasn't changed, and it likely won't. The only way that changes is if Igor says, by the way, I'm not
0: coming. I'm not coming. Uh, Hank, I, I'm going to re- relate this to Mike Francesa somehow. Oh, boy. Uh, Hank is like Mike Francesa, where Mike was interviewed once by Bill Simmons and said to him, uh, you know, I had a bunch of predecessors that they wanted to— Bring in here—that's maybe the wrong word again.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know why that's the word I, you want to use. I, I don't today, know. I no, had a bunch of people going. they wanted want to, me to just train. Just keep going. Just keep, going. keep I, going. I
0: had a bunch of people they wanted me to train. I'm paraphrasing here, uh, and I would never help any of those guys because I knew I was gonna—I knew I was the big time dog in the house. And as much as I wanted those guys to succeed, just not in my turf. And Hank probably feels the exact same way. I'm sure, he wants the Rangers to do well. I'm sure, he wants Georgia to do well. But for right now, it's still his team. He's an alpha dog, and he feels that way.
1: And that is the only way in which Henrik Lundqvist and Mike Francesa are comparable.
0: <laughs> and that is it. Uh, they're both great. I mean... And what they do?
1: I bet you I bet you Zahn swings a stick, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Bet so you he likes pipe.
0: <laughs> <It> sure does. <laughs> the idea of Sean doing anything like that is...
1: In, uh, in Chris Carlin's tell-all memoir that he's still working on, he's going to say that no personality at WFAN had a bigger penis than Mike Francesa.
0: Mike Francesa. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. And then it's uh, Evan Roberts afterwards. All
1: right, then uh, let's go. Right, Evan, Evan Roberts just is a big <laughs> the difference there.
0: Oh, he's a big Mets fan. All right, then uh, yeah, not
1: not an Evan Roberts, bro.
0: I know. Like him. We've talked about this. I, I like, don't like Evan. I don't like Joe. I love Joe and Evan. I haven't listened to a long time. That's fair. But when I was when I was growing up, I would listen to a lot of Joe and Evan. A lot of it.
1: Man. Steve Summers for life, man. Steve
0: is a gem. Schmooze. I still go on YouTube and listen to his monologues.
1: The, the 11- I, uh, when I had a radio show in high school, I would I would start it with, um, how, uh, "Me here, here you, you there. there,
0: and how you be at the six p.m. fan news."
1: I just love it. The New York Metropolitans, uh, the New- Icelanders. Oh man,
0: Steve is great. I would love to have an interview with Steve. I think it's oh impossible God. for us to do. Uh, but to get, if we could get Steve on this pod, if anyone out there is listening, knows Steve, please let us know because I, I would. would
1: I would, I wouldn't. Even, I mean, I know we already don't talk about the Rangers at all. Fuck, even trying to talk about the Rangers on that podcast. I just yeah. want more stories with Steve Summers.
0: Yeah, I just want to interview Steve Summers for like forty-five minutes. I would love that.
1: Love that. Big guy. Steve uh, very quietly also kind of a big Richard Neer guy. Liked him.
0: I like Richard Neer. He was yeah. fun.
1: R- Richard Neer is the guy I want to like. Steve Summers is the guy I want to listen to driving home from Met guy, from Met game. Met guy. Uh, Richard, Richard Neer is the guy I want to listen to when I have like my nightcap in hand and I'm very comfortable falling asleep in the next 40 minutes.
0: Dude, I'm going to do a, hot, a WFN hot take. Okay. I liked Seth... Uh, what's his name? I went to Florida. Rosen...
1: Sid Rosenberg?
0: Yeah, Sid Rosenberg. Really liked him.
1: He was apparently a psychopath.
0: Though. Yeah, they kicked him off the fan like three times.
1: Yeah, because they kicked him off the fan because his coke problem became a problem. <laughs> like, But I, I agree with you. He was entertaining when he was on. It's just... It was one of those things where... I think Rosenberg was the first guy I knew had a Coke problem in my life. And I was just like, that's a Coke problem. I don't want to touch that stuff. Right. And that says something.
0: Yeah, that does say something. Let's get to our other five-star question now that we've gone this long.
1: Sure. Uh, Is it from Steve Summers?
0: It's not, unfortunately. No. Well, unfortunately. Matty Tyler four L. I think that means Matty Tyler for life, I think. Uh, yeah,
1: be like, he took four losses and ooh. to which we say, Matty, keep fighting.
0: Keep fighting, Matt. Great podcast. Good start. Mm. Um, I started listening last last summer to pass the time at work, and now it's my ultimate source to stay connected with how fans feel about Rangers hockey. It's really just us hitting on AB. So now you know. Uh, Question, how did the podcast get started, and what made you want to do it in the first place? We've answered this question a bunch, but we'll do it again. Yeah,
1: never yeah. hurts. Everybody likes an origin story.
0: Yeah, why not? We, uh, uh, how deep should we
1: go here? Short or long? Short, uh, short right? Well, we shouldn't even say we. You. It's I, like... It's like when, when people come to my apartment and they realize the furniture has been changed. It's like, wow, you and Shane did really nice work in there. Yeah, and Shane, I was like, Shane I did, did nothing. <laughs> Shane, Shane did a lot of work. work. Shane's a good guy. Shane's uh, a great guy.
0: I wanted to start a blogging website. I was in a bad place in life. I knew a bunch of people from school that were good at sports writing and were good at, at radio shows and such. Greg happened to be one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Started
0: a website called The Waiver Wire. We, sure once, we once had a, a hit about top 10 movies to prepare for this year, hit the number one post on Reddit, and it had 400,000 views. It was actually insane. Somehow, none of us really cared that much, and none of us continued to write for the website.
1: But, uh, it's not, hold on. It's not that none of us cared that much. It's that we, we started to feel we and none of us had full-time jobs, we and then we all up. got full-time jobs. Yeah, we all grew up. And mm. uh, we all still
0: stayed in that Facebook group, uh, which is still very much prevalent today. And during that time, I became very close with Greg and a bunch of other people, and I was looking for, I'm a big podcast guy, been big in a podcast from like 2008, 2007, Uh, been a Bill Simmons, like pretty much fanboy for a long time, even if I disagree with him on most everything he says, and a bunch of other podcasts too. So I've always admired the sort of AK craft of podcasting, and I fell in love with the Rangers, and I was like, oh man, I cannot wait to find a Rangers podcast, let me find one. And I kind of looked, and I was like, "Boy, what's out there? Sheesh. What, what is this bantering the blue shirts? What is this?" Oh,
1: oh wow, dropping names. What is this?
0: <laughs> what is this blue shirts underground?
1: Oof. I mean, I mean, oh, oh. and
0: I, I was, I, I was looking, and I was like, both of them were, um, and they still are. I think live podcasts, and we're live podcasts. We don't really edit that much. I think last week I added the first beep ever in history to save one of our friends, uh, from something, and uh, <laughs> we, we really don't. We really don't edit out that much. If you think we do, we don't. No, uh, it's if we do this all in one take, it goes. That's it. But they record live uh, on on a sort of like block talk radio, and the quality was a little less. And I kind of wanted to be. I was like, "Hey, Greg, you want to start a podcast?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, Greg, you were pretty willing, even though I do tell the story a lot, like I dragged you kicking and screaming,
1: and you well, said – it's it's not so much. I, I was I was always willing. I just didn't actually think you'd follow through. There's a big difference between the two things. That's
0: true. I I also had um. Uh, a reputation of having these crazy ideas and never following through with them. Mm-hmm. Um and I've done I've had a couple of crazy ideas and I followed through with all of them, including this one over the past two years. I've changed my hobbies and all that. And we've only missed one episode ever. And that's kind of how we got here. Uh and then Greg started dragging me a little bit after like six, seven months.
1: And now so, you dragged me out of bed.
0: Yep. Uh, and that's how we got here. And we've kind of just put our heads down and been doing it since. We've come a long way. The first like year Greg didn't have a mic uh i should have just bought it sooner from you to be honest and now i have two i think yeah we have two thanks amazon and i think you and i have become much better at podcasting in general because boy used to not be so great
1: that's the thing i feel like now we're just before we were trying to prove to people we watched games and now i now i just have a conversation and that's the secret
0: yeah we used to be like I, i remember we used to prep we, I used to do a – Greg, I don't know how much prep. You do prep by being on Twitter all the time. That's how you all prep. The,
1: all the fucking time. That's I how, read things.
0: That's how you prep. For me, yeah. I would like – used to sit before a show and I would be like, okay, uh, let's talk. Let's look at all the games for the week. Let's look at the stats. Let's watch the replays. I'd read a few blogs. I'd, I'd take notes for the entire show. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, now we just have a conversation about what we think is going to happen or what's happening in the Rangers Town. And then we sit here and we'll enjoy the breakaway.
1: Yeah. Then mm. – and then I realized things like, ah, oh, fuck! I put laundry in the wash four hours ago, and <laughs> I, I haven't done anything since then.
0: I haven't done anything. Do we want to do Who the F is Blue Shirt Breakaway and get out of here?
1: Yeah, Who the F is Blue Shirts Breakaway? We'll talk a little bit about our weekend, and then we'll.
0: Get yeah, out of let's here. do that. Oh, were they not the same thing?
1: Uh, no.
0: Oh, I didn't Maybe have not. one ready then.
1: Oh nice. well, then you're, Who the F is Blue Shirts Breakaway could be this weekend. I'll 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 go into my past.
0: Okay, I'll I'll think of my past. Let's just talk about the weekend first, and we'll we'll end with that. Sure. Uh, so I already talked about, uh, you know, being at the Pittsburgh Penguin game. That was very fun. Mm. Uh, it's very sick over the weekend. Miserable. Uh, you were I was, you were I, you were
1: a bit of a downer on Friday.
0: It's weird for me to be a downer
1: it really is. It actually had me a little concerned. I'm, I I thought I thought things were going on in your life that you weren't telling me about. No, because uh, you were just sitting at a you were sitting at a bar stool. <laughs> uh, sitting at a bar stool. <laughs> Just not even really, like, communicating with people. No. Just staring off like you were dead. And I was uh, like, I know you had Arizona winning it all. But. I did.
0: Uh, my tournament was over on Thursday night. It, and I, I didn't have Virginia, so it could have been worse.
1: Uh, I know. So the old, the old uh, whatever it's called is people don't want to hear about your fantasy team. People going to hear about my bracket because my bracket still fucking good.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, so I was sort of dead. I'm usually an upper. I knew I was about to spend 12 hours in a bar.
1: <laughs> sure, sure, sure did and sure was going to. Knowing
0: I was sick. So I was mentally preparing myself for the whole day. Did it. Uh, had a great time. But uh, we did the same thing again the next day. Again while I was still sick. Uh, and I got to say we took an Uber. Different bar though. Different, bar, different bar, wild time, had a great time with all, all the peeps, totally not the part of the story, took an Uber ride home with a couple of our friends uh, from, from our friend's house, Had a, he was a first time Uber driver, so as you can imagine, this was a good time. Mm. His name was Alex, talking about, a he like, one of those guys who couldn't shut up in Uber, you get an Uber, they're like immediately having a conversation with you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he had was, one of those yesterday, or whatever, Saturday as well.
0: He was nervous, it was his first night, so we decided, and I may or may not have been under the influence of some things. So I, uh, I decided to entertain with him. He was like, yeah, man, I just had a guy from Yemen c- contacted me through Google Translate saying he was dropping me off to buy weed. I was like, wow, so you've had a crazy first night. Some girl that was like, ha- kept hitting him in the apartment by himself. He was like, no, nah, ma'am, I can't take you home. I was like, and then you have us. So we were like his eighth and final ride of the night. And apparently his wife is a coupon collector. One of those uh, like coupon oh, nuts.
1: She, yeah. yeah. Okay, so
0: here's my question. Who needs 24 gallons of Sunny D? Somebody who has
1: coupons for it.
0: Anybody. Yeah, so apparently she got Sunny D for 22 cents uh, a whole thing. That makes no sense to me. Why anyone – the only thing you should coupon is paper towels. It's the one thing you're always going to need more of, either water bottles or paper towels. Everything else like Sunny D, off-brand deodorant, all that stuff, don't know why you need it. Anyway, so I asked Alex. I was like, what's the craziest thing your wife – has bought with couponing and Alex clearly did not hear with couponing because his answer immediately was a pocket pussy
1: <laughs> no, no 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 hold on you don't think she got a coupon for
0: that and I was like those exist
1: I'm sure and
0: our friend Joe Bix immediately was like did you get 22 <laughs> <laughs> so I was like so how is it and he was like wait did you say with couponing and I was like yeah but we cannot go off." But pocket pussy now uh so he i uh, was very embarrassed and got out pocket pussy immediately without giving me the full review so uh, uh, god bless alex and his driving night
1: yeah so we we also we took a lift actually hashtag brands um a little after you i, I feel like you left city beer hall first i hung back with a crew to watch the end of whatever game was on i don't remember i'm gonna say kentucky for the sake of the story we're gonna say it was the kentucky game okay. um so we hang back we watch the end of that game and we grab our own lift to go to our next destination which was of course a strip club yeah of course that, that is what bros do i did not go you want to go so you Again, did not I've, been, Shockingly. I've, I've
0: never been to one
1: yeah i think <laughs> okay don't, don't <laughs> even
0: get there. Don't start. Don't start.
1: Do not all, I'm start. Say, all I'll say <laughs> is, nope. and this, this is bleep-free, I'm not going to name I names. I have
0: editing powers. Uh,
1: <laughs> I will say, I, I still go to, I go to strip clubs once in a blue moon. Yep. But I really shouldn't because as soon as, it, it's just not the same after my trip in Brazil. That's oh, all that's I'm going to say about it. No, no, no. That, There's,
0: that was perfectly fine. Yeah. I
1: thought there was. Some, I thought you were going a
0: totally different direction But that. I'm so fine uh, with no, that.
1: No, you thought I was going to go the eating booty route.
0: No, I didn't. But ass-eating season is always and
1: every season, and it tastes a little spicy yeah. yeah. Every month South Dakota. Anyway, 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 we get the we get the lift. And By the way, this is, a great, this
0: is a Rangers podcast. Thanks for listening. New York Rangers, go Rangers!
1: Yeah, we uh, Spooner, Um, <laughs> the Mestikov, Hayes, Yeah, Bra- anyway, Brazil. The four of us are in this car going to. Uh, yep yeah, right. I'm in the car with Spooner, Hayes, and the Mestikov going yep. to Double Vision. In De- Clifton Park,
0: woo, see you double, um,
1: double bubble. Obviously, the funny thing about lifts is they always. I feel like they always ask, "Oh, where to? You know where to?" I put the destination in before you <laughs> pick me up. Guy. Yeah, you know where I'm going. So this this guy's being polite. His name was Akron. Okay. Um, sure. We're gonna say that was his name. I, that might not be. That was someone's name that drove
0: again. Me Bush's game. breakaway.
1: Anyway. We get in there. He's like, oh, where are you guys going? We're like, yeah, we're going to Double Vision. He's like, all right, nice. Ask for Juicy. And we're like, excuse me? Oh, ask for the juice? Um, what we didn't do was ask for Juicy. Oh, she wasn't working that night. Uh... I, I don't remember hearing her name called.
0: Okay.
1: Um, anyway, we're at the strip club. Back to my bracket because that's the most important thing This is the most important part life. of the strip club. Going into the final game of the night, which was Michigan-Houston, uh, my entire Elite Eight was still intact. Uh, most of my Sweet 16, Michigan was a, a pivotal game for me because I have them in my final against Villanova. So if Michigan loses, all of a sudden my bracket is just as shitty as everyone else's. Um, and with, I don't know, there were four seconds left. They were down two. Houston was taking free throws. I have admitted at this point in the night that Michigan is not going to win this game. I am I am a little unhappy, but it's fine. There are women in front of me taking clothes off. My night will rally, whatever happens. Well then, something happened, right? Michigan uh, gets the rebound off the missed free throw, calls a timeout. One thing leads to another; they hit a game-winning three. I had about I don't know, let's call it fifteen to twenty dollars in singles in my pocket. Immediately threw it on stage as soon as Michigan <laughs> hit the three. Um, went to the ATM to get more money, broke that twenty, threw another ten dollars on stage, and uh, for the for the next for about the next hour. I was the hardest person in that strip club, and it was 100% because the Michigan Wolverines won a basketball game.
0: It was, and, and nothing else.
1: Nothing else. Oh, and thank God. There was a there was a guy at the bar that I was ordering my first drink with. He and I had a really quick conversation. You never want to get too close to the other guys that you don't know at strip clubs. It's very Again, questionable. I have no idea,
0: so thanks for telling um,
1: me. He and I were talking it up, watching the basketball, and I go, hey, man, look. It's probably not going to happen. If Michigan wins this game, you find me. I will I will pay for a dance for you. And he's like, All right, I'm going to hold you to that. And I was like, All right, man. And then as soon as Michigan won, I definitely was the most noticeable guy in that strip club when that happened. And he God bless him. Me. He didn't come up to me and uh, he didn't c- cash in. Hey, I would have cashed been- in. That guy, I, I would have 100% bought him. Like,
0: yeah, you would have 100% cashed in if you were the other person.
1: Um, I don't know if I. That's a good question. It's a good question. I don't think – I'm never going to be the guy that's going to be in that situation where someone comes up to me like, hey, man, if XYZ happens, I got you because I'm always going to be the guy that says it first.
0: Okay. That's fair. Um, I don't know how we top that with who the Favis Blue should break away. Um, oh, I got to go. What I'm still paying off my loans. <laughs>
1: there you go. I mean the reason why I go to strip clubs once in a blue moon is because uh, – oh, this this is a fun one. Um so the, my last strip club experience before this weekend was in Key West. The night oh, this is a strip my,
0: club episode. Okay.
1: Yeah. The night before my sister's wedding. Because uh, yeah, that's what I do. My now brother-in-law didn't have a formal bachelor party, so he kind of wanted to go, first of all, never go heavy the night before your wedding. Second of all, never go heavy the night before your wedding with your fiance's younger brother, who is a degenerate and an alcoholic, me. Who? who? Oh. And, and your other brother-in-law, who – is jacked an Australian. That's just not going to go well for him.
0: Jacked me. Australian guys always have a great time, and they'll always yeah, be fine always the next day. Time. They're always fine the next he, day.
1: He was perfectly fine. Anyway, uh, my, my brother-in-law was not. But uh, jacked Australian and I are going drink for drink because now I'm, I'm taking this shit personally. I want to be the cool brother-in-law, and I got a lot of work to do. Um, needless to say, the bar before the strip club uh, my, my now brother-in-law apparently fell down at some point. Okay. I don't remember seeing it. I thought he was fine. Uh, we got kicked out of the bar very politely. Actually, the bartender was like, look, I saw him fall. We we just can't be having this tonight. And I was like, I, are you sure I didn't see him fall?" He's like, yeah, I wouldn't lie to you. And I was like, okay, you seem nice. If all bouncers could <laughs> be like you, I'd appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have a great night, gentlemen. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to like M night shaman on this, where yep. I tell you the ending before we get back to everything else. Okay. Um, the day of my sister's wedding, my brother-in-law is in the hospital getting IVs because we killed him. We legitimately tried to kill him. Um, uh, what? He made it to the wedding, though. Wait, you legitimately tried to kill him? Well, that's- we didn't realize it, but he was trying to go. So while I was in a personal competition with Jack, Australian Is this dude- like
0: when you got arrested, but you actually didn't?
1: No, well, I mean, he spent his wedding morning in a hospital. Okay, I did fair. not. All right. my, parents- my parents then became paranoid because they couldn't find me um or i didn't wasn't i was staying in my own hotel i very much did my own thing and my parents weren't getting a hold of me because i walked back into my hotel room at 5 30 a.m and didn't wake up until about 2 p.m yeah so my parents thought i was dead but really what happened is my brother-in-law was so out of fluids and was unable to stand that they had to take him to a hospital to get ivs hours before his wedding. okay so tell me how he died um well he left us before we went to the strip club. But I went to the strip club with big Australian guy, because again, I'm in competition and just another guy who is married and wanted to see boobies respect. Um, There are two places in this world. There are two places in this world where I don't know the definition of a dollar.
0: Talked about this plenty of times.
1: Casinos, strip clubs. Yep. This strip club, Ryan, a girl comes up, takes me upstairs for a dance. I paid for the first one. She's like, want to go again? I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I'm on vacation. Go (laughs) to the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, do you still want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I got nothing better to do. And she's like, all right, cool. Going to need a fingerprint this time, though. And I was like, what? Wait. She's like, yeah. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. The first time in my life where instead of signing the receipt, they're like, we need a thumbprint. And I was like, excuse me? You need a – of course, I just said excuse me and then immediately said, yeah, no, that's fine. Sure, here you go. Ooh, Here's my thumbprint. Print. You need my <laughs> DNA? Oh, spit in this tube. <laughs> um, yeah, I dropped $1,300 the night before my – Oh, wore. my
0: god, Greg. <laughs> and you couldn't buy a mic. I couldn't buy a mic. <laughs> couldn't oh buy a mic.
1: God. Look, if a mic gave me a lap dance for four hours, I'd there's, buy one too.
0: There's a word I want to use right now and I won't use it.
1: <laughs> no, use it. Now, now I want to know. Do you're, it.
0: You're such a Jew. <laughs>
1: That's the thing, though. I'm not like I don't do it because it's cheap. I'm just, it's like when I'm sober, I'm Jewish. When I'm drunk, I'm Irish. No, I know. I listen. I just here's here's the problem. You should have. This is really your fault. Get me drunk and be like Greg. You want to buy a mic? I would. <laughs> no, if you if on. you got me drunk hold just on. one time and be like Greg, let's buy fight a mic I'd be like, oh, i do it. Fight yeah,
0: time. My. Fight time. Yeah. That happened. I did get you drunk and told you to buy a mic. And you did say you. Well, hold on.
1: Did you no, did you did you ask me to buy a mic or did you tell me to buy a mic? Because I I, I react two very different ways. As
0: as a partner and lover of yours Uh of
1: this show, I Uh politely
0: asked you, Greg Catholic. Bullshit.
1: You're probably (laughs) like, Greg, buy a fucking mic. And I was probably like, hey Ryan, fuck you. (laughs) That's probably how that conversation. No, I I believe I was like, hey, Greg. Hey, Greg, you want to buy a mic? I would have been like, hey, that kind of sounds fun. What comes in a mic? And you're like, uh, non-alcoholic, but it'll make the podcast better. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh you know what? You're a crazy guy. I'm oh going to do that God. for you. But right. instead, being Ryan Mead, you are probably like, hey, fuckhead, buy a mic. And I was probably like, hey, shit dip, okay. fuck you. By the way, you would do the exact same thing to me. Yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> do you, want me to
0: do- you know me well enough hey, to know if you want me to do something like- for you. You have to approach it a certain uh, way. I do. Oh, Lord, do I know. And yet you don't. I had some people ask me, how do you work with Greg this weekend? I said, very patiently. Excuse me, you asked I will not reveal. I want names. I will I know not these reveal people.
1: those people. Fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> what are they? Who the fuck are they? They should come on this podcast and do a segment of who the fuck are you, guy. I've oh. known all you guys, but some of you longer than fucking
0: me. Oh, my God. I love you, buddy. Oh this, God, has been, this has been an episode of Borges Breakaway, a very ragers-packed episode straight hour of that um i know sometimes we don't talk all rangers all the time and i'm sorry i know we get complaints uh, sometimes and i'm sorry uh, but I if sure you want us to answer more rangers questions you yeah. can simply go to the our itunes account and you can say five star question of the week mm. and put a five star review and say hey i got a question for the boys and put it in there
1: that um, question also doesn't need to be about the rangers though we're just gonna throw that out there
0: doesn't need to be about the rangers and also if you want to reach us any other way for real for serious not for play play Go on our on our Reddit thread on Tuesday mornings or go on Twitter and hit us up at break and be like, hey, I got a question I want you to answer strictly on the podcast. We'll do it.
1: We'll do it. We do – we do –
0: We take requests. We're like nice yeah. DJs.
1: Yeah. So, you know who doesn't take requests? DJs at strip clubs.
0: No, they don't. I That'd didn't be know, interesting didn't know that. Did. That'd be cool. I guess. That'd be great. Be I would
1: always ask like... A smash uh, all, Smash oh. all-star. And total no, all-star. To- total Africa.
0: Yeah, total, all- total all-star. Yeah, total, Africa. Um, total uh, Africa. Sorry if we offended anyone today for strip clubs or me calling Greg at you. It's all in love. Love you all. Sex positive podcast. We're accepting of everyone. And uh, anything else, Greg?
1: I will say uh, it's only funny when Ryan does it to me. If any of you try to do this to me, I will find you and hunt you down.
0: Oh, I, I say that purely out of love. Yeah. And he's yeah. aware of this.
1: I am. Yes. I am. It's one of those things where it's funny when it comes from someone I know. If a total stranger tries to pull that. If someone did that to me, you in
0: front of me, I would I would definitely flip out.
1: Closest closest I've ever come to legitimately throwing some guy off an upper deck of a baseball stadium was when some asshole in Philadelphia told me to go back to New York, and I was ready to just commit homicide. Yeah, it was right it's time to fight.
0: Time yeah, to fight. I was ready to go. I got it. Love you, buddy. Uh, we're out of here. Any questions, hit us up. We'll be back doing more Rangers next week. Love y'all. Bye.
1: Thank you.